It's Golden Hour Adventure Time, featuring everyday people doing extraordinary things. From the peaks of victory to the valleys of defeat, these are their stories. Now, from the back of the pack, your hosts, Justin and Robbie. This podcast is sponsored by Death March Running Company. So Death March Running Company was started by three friends, Taylor, Alan, and Cody. And they've logged tons of miles together and have shared the obsession with pushing the limits and finding out what they're capable of. They wanted to build a place where the run community could meet over that shared love to celebrate the resilience, the miles, the ugly crying, and the blisters that unbreakable spirits of ultra runners. The genesis of Death March didn't happen overnight. It simmered over countless trails, long conversations during high mileage runs or unforgettable experiences, suffering, laughing, and even crying in between aid stations. Their collective passion for ultra running and the desire to encapsulate that is what birthed the idea of Death March. The turning point was at this year's High Lonesome 100. It was in the last 30 miles, of course, death marching to the finish that they decided the years spent contemplating, planning, and dreaming needed to materialize into something tangible. So here they are, Death March. It's not just about the miles. It's about embracing the beauty and the struggle, celebrating the resilient spirit of every runner, and creating a community where every hard-earned step is cherished. Welcome to the podcast, Golden Hour Adventures, New Year's Day edition. Tales from the Trails, maybe? (laughs) <laughs> new years <laughs> new year new you boo <laughs> uh we don't have a guest today today is a uh, trails tales from the trails edition almost messed that up trails from the tales tales from the trails <laughs> so we are recording on new year's eve and we're dropping of course today new year's day so it's kind of weird to talk in the future i guess but <laughs> i think uh we're we decided to to connect with you guys more on a, a, a personal level. <laughs> See if, uh, yeah, just kind of connect and talk about not necessarily what the podcast did. Cause you guys, the listeners already know what the podcast did. Cause you've listened to every episode religiously and we appreciate that. So we're just going to talk about some of the things that we did in 23 and some of the things we have looked forward to in 2024. Robbie, you want to kick us off? Sure. So 23, where do I start? Let's try January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess January would work. Because uh, that's when it did start. Um, so January. I had lots of running plans and goals for this year, but all just kind of went away. <laughs> Life. So I guess back in... Shoot, I don't even know when it was. My sister and I, Casey, which was on the podcast, we signed up for Quad Rock 25 uh, the day you could register because usually the 25 sells out. So we registered for that. That feels so long ago. It does. (laughs) It seems so long ago, too. So we signed up for that. It was going to be our first uh, trail race uh, at a longer distance on on real trails. I'm going to say that. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that was about that was the only race I did this year was the Quadrock twenty five. Nice. So ran that with her, got her first ultra. Then I did a lot of training. Uh 
leading up to Bighorn to uh, crew and pace Alex. So we did lots of training runs together. I was trying to think how many 50Ks, like self-supported 50Ks I ran this year. Yeah, you did a ton. Yeah. I'd be like watching out Strava and be like, damn, Robbie's out there doing another 50K? <laughs> yeah, I want to say it was like four or five. Um, yeah, then after Bighorn, I mean, the week after was Black Hills. And uh, Tina, the lady I was uh, coaching, I went crude and ran with her the last few miles into the finish. Then after that, kind of that, I just didn't, uh, I didn't do much for running after that. Then kind of, well, wait, I'm missing one thing that I did sign up for in January. <laughs> the Transamerica 1212. Oh yeah, the 1212. <clears throat> and that's just a virtual, uh, I wouldn't call it a race. It's just, you just have to accumulate 12, 12 miles. And I finished that today. <laughs> how many miles did you have to get to finish it <laughs> i had to run 17 i had to run 17 uh 0.08 i believe it was oh my gosh that's awesome i finished i finished with a little more than that but nothing like getting down to the line huh yeah i mean last week i had a there's this loop i've been wanting to get done it's just a 20 mile loop up in the black elk but the first time i wanted to Went to attempt it. My dog decided to go on her own little venture and she took off on me. And I ended up running six miles without my dog back to the car. Then I had to drive to Sylvan Lake because I figured that's where she would go. And uh, sure as shit, she's a Sylvan Lake just walking around. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know, my dog has a Strava account. If you want to follow her, it's Lucy Pike. So I got home and uh, looked on her Strava to see what see what she did. She went to the summit of, summit of Black Elk like four or five times after we separated. Nice. Getting that elevation. Yeah. She's so, trying to beat her dad. Wait, <laughs> did she beat you this year in mileage? You know, I was going to look at that earlier. Uh, she probably did. I feel like we need to pull that up right now on the air <laughs> and find out if Lucy beat you. All right. I'll, I'll pull it up. So, to, <laughs> so today I got my 17 and she ended up with almost 24. Uh, oh, yeah. Lucy has ran... I think three or four 50Ks this year. Uh, and what breed is Lucy? She is a German short hair pointer. And she is, she just turned two on on Thanksgiving. Was her birthday here? Second birthday. This dog has so much energy. We so when did, she runs a 50K, does she come home and just crash or does she just still have more energy than, like, you know what to do with? <laughs> well, it's <clears throat> it's funny we were doing, uh, we were trying to do Cloud Peak uh, in the in the Bighorns, the Cloud Peak Wilderness, and it just didn't happen. Um, got pretty close to the summit, then I just turned around. And it was a 20-plus mile day. That was our first 50K. And we're like a mile from the car, and she is still trying to get squirrels out of the trees. <laughs> so she had enough energy to like jump up and try to climb up trees. Um as soon as she gets in the car she's out then she knows she's done then she gets home and that's about it that's hilarious all right i'm i'm looking up to see what she did that's too funny <laughs> yeah she got 24 miles and 3000 feet of gain 
and her moving time was four hours and 36 minutes and mine was six hours something so (laughs) (laughs) a lot of sitting around waiting for dad yeah well she has this new thing she likes to do somehow she can find all of the the dead deer and she likes to carry whatever she can find back to the car with her oh well that's fun (laughs) (laughs) yeah you have legs and skulls and yeah one time she got in my car with the with the leg and it looked like it was pretty you know decomposed and i'm driving back in the car i'm like what is that smell (laughs) oh you didn't know she did it well i knew she had it but i did like i thought it was really old it looked pretty old um uh, I, she only got 694 miles. Only. Only. <laughs> and 100,000 feet of gain. <laughs> she beat me on elevation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did get her in February. And I guess she didn't go on all the runs with me, but that'll change next year. That's fun. Uh, so anyways, I did. her up for the 12-12 next year. Oh, you know what? I'm going to ask John. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> um but I did finish that. Then, yeah, that was the, I mean, this year has been more of a year of growth for me with my uh, recovery. Bro, speaking of which, congratulations on one year sober, dude. Thank you. I appreciate that. Dude, round of applause for Robbie, everyone. <laughs> everyone in your cars and on your runs, just go ahead and clap for Robbie. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was awesome, man. That was great. Yeah, yeah it was uh was extremely hard in the beginning then uh got easier um you know now i look at it as a the sprouty portions over now i'm in recovery so that's where all the growth happens i got to learn how to be myself sober and that's very interesting I'm not going to lie uh, i used you know substances for so long that I lost my freedom, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was whatever substance I was on. Now that, uh, you know, I've been sober for a year now and I've had to learn who I am uh, without any substances. Uh, that's not a very easy road to go down, but I'm excited for next year. See what next year brings. Oh, yeah. We're proud of you, man. Thank you. That's but a that, huge accomplishment. Yeah, about you know anything I've done, I'd take a hundred mile or any day over trying to get sober. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to back hundred miles, I don't care. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much you know been my year. You know, I got twelve, twelve miles. So, and I was looking back, and I I haven't ran that many miles since I think 2015. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's a accomplishment in its own. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Even absolutely. with all that time, you know, I would run, then I'd take time off. But I didn't get any overuse injuries this year, so it's good. <laughs> it's I another think, win. I think a lot of times we just like we compare ourselves and we see these people out running like 2,000, 3,000 miles and we're like, oh man, I could do that. And so it's like, 
man, that's a lot of time commitment. <laughs> yeah. And I was actually had that thought last week when I was on my struggle bus run. I, um, I was thinking about Camille, you know, and how she keep, keeps this log of all these miles. And I don't know how many miles she's around this year, but I remember last year it was around 5,000 miles or something like that. Yeah, I think she's around the same. And I was thinking to myself, like, I like to run, but I don't get paid to run. And like, that can't be my identity. Cause I'm, I'm a person. Yeah. I like to run, but I don't want my identity to be running because I just think you get like pigeonholed into this one thing and people forget who you really are. I think we could look at other runners that do the same thing. Uh, all we know them for is running. Like if we had to really sit down and have a conversation with them about who they are without running, I think that'd be a really difficult conversation. Yeah. I feel like that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's all people know. That's all I talk about. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. the people that know you know you for who you are. No, I get that. I get that. That's <laughs> funny. That's funny. Even though we always talk about running. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. Someone was asking me what our podcast was about. And uh, it was like, it's endurance, endurance sport, endurance sports based. What does that mean? And then finally, I was like, the majority of the people we have on are ultra runners, trail runners. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably hunters like, and <laughs> yeah triathletes all that but you know the, the people we go back to and some of the most enjoyable conversations have been the people we surround ourselves with so yeah we because they we understand each other yeah and that's that's a connection part right if you've talked to someone 50k to like even 200 miles and 200 miles plus like we connect automatically there's like there's a connection there. Mm -hmm. We understand each other. Whereas you know, as well as I do, is if you tell someone, oh, I'm going to go do whatever, 50K, why would you want to run that far? <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. I don't even like to drive that far. <laughs> yeah. Neither do I. That's why I run it. <laughs> I could sit in the car all day or I could be out on the trail. Yeah. Yep. So well, my year was uh yeah. my year What's was a little at? crazy. I had a lot going on this year. I kicked off the year with um well first I I I can't like start talking about 2023 without mentioning Brooks because that was you know such a huge part of 23 for me. Um yeah, I was part of the ambassador team and man who freaking knew joining an ambassador team was going to be such a life-changing event. It's like the amount of people that we met, well, I say we, but the amount of people that I met, like, I mean, I guess you've met some of them now. I was going to say, like, yeah, that is I've we. met like, quite a few of them. <laughs> yeah. And they're super cool people. Right. Yeah, so yeah. all walks of life from all over the U S and Canada, it's just been like, it's such a cool experience. Yeah. Getting the gear that they give us and, you know, and the shoes and, you know, shirt, shorts, jacket, whatever, you know, that, that was just like, that's such a small part of it. Like being part of the team and, you know, interacting with all the people and then going to the camp and actually meeting the people face to face and not just seeing them through reels and posts. Like 
dude, it's just like such a cool community and it was such a cool experience to be part of. So in, th- in that you get like a whole like people through different walks of life, road running, shorter distances like track running. Yeah, I think um I I don't know for sure, but I think there was only about six or seven ultra runners on the whole team of like 250, 200, oh, 270. There was maybe, let's call it 10. Let's call it 10 ultra runners. Um, lots of marathoners, half marathoners, like short distance 5K. We had track athletes, walkers, um, some, you know, uh, triathletes, all walks of life. And, and there was no animosity towards anybody. And that's what was really cool. It was just like everybody was accepted no matter what they run. So, I mean, you know, like us ultra runners, we're running like 12 minute miles. We're like just chilling back here where the, you know, marathoners and, you know, half marathoners, they're flying. So like, of course we're like making fun of each other, but <laughs> you know, like, oh, you roadies and like, oh, are you wearing your pack on a, on a five mile run? Like, <laughs> <laughs> sure am. <laughs> Well, the snacks go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like it was such a cool experience. So, uh, and then an announcement will be made later whether or not I got back on the team. So, can't officially say yes or no just yet. But, well, I look forward to it, and I'm sure all the listeners do too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, then uh, let's see. February, I ran uh, the Rocky Raccoon 100 and PR'd my 100 mile, which. Woo-hoo. Yeah, it was cool. Twenty nine oh four, that's a true back of the packer right there. <laughs> uh, let's see. I would think. Well, well, if you set the bar low. Yeah, I mean, right. You can't set right. It you can't be like, I'm gonna go sub twenty four because we know that's not happening. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> then you're chasing that forever. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be chasing that forever. Uh, my goal is sub thirty on all the runs, and I've only hit it once out of three. So you know, batting thirty three percent, that's fine. Yeah. And 300, I guess. Uh, March, April, May, pretty much kind of just hung out and chilled. June, I ran the Alaska Endurance Trail Run. I had a buddy that signed up for the 24-hour, and I was going to let him do the first 12 by himself, and I was going to come pace him on the second 12 and just hang out for 12 hours. Uh, Did a couple laps with him, six-mile laps, and he told me, he's like, hey, man, I'm on the struggle bus. I'm just going to chill. You go do your thing. So I ended up running, uh, I don't know how many laps, but I did 44 miles that day. So it was really cool to get some get some time in and see what I could do. I uh, In June, I went out to the Big Horns and the Black Hills and helped two friends get their 100-mile buckles. Um, that's always fun. Like running a race yourself is cool, but crewing and pacing, man, it's so rewarding. Seeing other people succeed like that, that's so much fun to me. I enjoy doing that. Um, Bighorn was crazy this year with all the mud. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> so nuts. I think I ran, I did 36 miles at the Bighorns, and I think I had 35 of it was mud. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Insane. I'm glad I did not have that much mud. But we didn't have the heat this this year, so. Yeah. It's like, dang if you do, dang if you don't type thing, so. Yeah, that's a, that's a toss-up. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, in see in September I moved up to Fairbanks, and so I permanently back with my spouse, my wife Bethany, back together. Uh, we bought a house this year and moved up here. I was about hour and a half, two and a half hours down the road, so back up here now. Let's see, ran my second marathon ever in <laughs> September as well, but it was a trail marathon, so there's that. <laughs> 4,000 feet of gain in a marathon, it's pretty cool. Take that heartbreak hill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a cold jacket to wear around, though. I should get one. Just have one custom made. I was just going to just have one made. Yeah. Uh, I used the marathon. It's going to sound funny for you guys that aren't ultra runners, but I used the marathon as a training run for the Hell Creek 100K that I did down in Kansas. In I don't know. I think it was actually September and into October. So it went into both. So multi a multi month ultra. <laughs> that's, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> if you look at it like that. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, the rest of the time, as soon as I finished that hundred K, I stupidly signed up for another one. And here we are in taper already going to Bandera in 12 days. So going out and getting my Western States qualifier knocked out as quick as I can, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So there can be 10,000 people that register next year. Yeah, oh my gosh. There's going to be over 10 for sure. <laughs> yeah. I know my four tickets are going to be like, my percentages, my tickets are going to go up, but my percentage is going to stay the same. It's like, dang it. Hopefully it doesn't go the other way. <laughs> oh, it's probably going to. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but you keep yeah, doing we, it. Did, we did that in January. We got our hopes let down. So <laughs> I will not be going back and chasing a hard rock qualifier for any time soon. So Why? The training environment that I have out here is not good enough for putting in actual training for a hard rock qualifier. So I just don't have, we have hills here. We don't have mountains and I'd have to travel pretty far to get some good elevation. So made the decision to not, not do uh, a hard rock qualifier for the next couple of years. So I'll be back, but I'll go run another mountain hundred soon, but I just don't, I just don't have enough, um, you know, elevation to to put in some solid training for it. So it is yeah, what you, it is. Your guys' window is so small too. Yeah. Like you could only de- dedicate what three months, maybe. I think I got on trails in June and they were still pretty boggy. And then snow fell in October. So yeah. I mean, you can get on trails now, like I got on trails today, but um they're not like the mountain trails. Like the mountain trails, no one's going up. So You'd have to be snowshoeing or, you know, be kind of miserable to get up. So, yeah. And it was negative 10 today. So, there's that. You know, if it's negative 10 at base, like, what's it going to be? 5,000 foot up. (laughs) 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 So, yeah. But, yeah, man. um, Yeah, we got Bandera in a couple days, two weeks plus then, maybe. Yeah. Two weeks from yesterday, something. I don't know. And then uh, it is two weeks from yesterday. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's, then, coming, it's coming quick. <laughs> and then we got the White Mountain 100 in March. I'm waitlisted, but I'm pretty confident I'll I'll be able to get in. I'm number 11th on the waitlist, so pretty confident. Has it, has it moved yet? It has not. 
I don't think it's going to move until like about a month and a month before. So that's not, that's the end of March. And so white mountain 100 for you guys that don't know is a, obviously a winter race up here in Fairbanks. It's a hundred mile, uh, loop winter ultra bike ski run. Of course, we're going to be running it. I say we, but there's only me because you're not allowed to have pacers or crew. So aid stations are about 20 miles apart. It's a true, somewhat self-supported 100-mile adventure. <laughs> Should be uh, a lot of fun. It'd be, it's going to be way different than anything that I've ever done. So, Do they do a mass start for all the different? They do. They That's do. so cool. Yeah, mass start. 40-hour finish time. Cutoff time. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing the runners fall back. <laughs> yeah i think the runners and then some of the like more novice skiers kind of finish in there so the um uh, the obviously the bikers finish first and then you'll have a sprinkle of skiers in there um and then you know then the skiers start to finish and then you get a sprinkle of runners in there and then kind of mix with like back of the pack skiers with front of the pack runners and then runners and skiers <laughs> I think there was a skier that did like 39 something last year. So wow. it's not impossible for a skier to be back with the runners, but I would say pretty rare. I can imagine being on a pair of skis for a hundred miles. Yeah. Well, they finish a lot faster than the runners do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I did a ski mountaineering race and it was, well, they said 20 miles ended up being 26 miles. Oh, wow. And that was hard <laughs> being in ski boots on a pair of skis for, I don't even know what I finished it. And I put that out of my head. Yeah. That, I don't know. I have a friend uh, that I ran trails with today who is going for his triple crown of it. So he, he skied it the first year he ran it last year and he's going to bike it this year. So um, that'd be kind of cool. We're going to get him on the podcast after he, after he finishes the triple crown and see what that was all about, but gotta have some good stories. Yeah. These winter adventures out here are kind of cool. It's kind of, it's kind of neat. Cause it's, it's a different type of running, man. Honestly, like I did 15 miles yesterday and it was negative 21 at the start of our run. So it's just like, it's a wild, it's a wild thing to, to do, to be honest with you, but it's a lot of fun. But yeah, I got a couple more adventures planned out for uh, for twenty four. Um, we'll see what what happens. I'm not sure. I know that uh, I'm going to go back to the Alaskan Endurance Challenge. I don't know where I'm going to go with that one as far as the six twelve or twenty four, but I'm leaning more to the twelve hour than anything because I really like the twelve hours and. I could sleep in my bed at night. No, I to be out for 24 hours if I don't have to be. So <laughs> <laughs> then all I, the other crap that goes along with it. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think 12 hours is a good time frame because I can really kind of send it for 12 hours and see what I can get and then go home. But yeah, a couple more adventures. Um, I'm making a vow right now that I will run the gear next year. So Putting it out on the podcast, I'm going to run the year next year. I have been wanting to do it for a couple of years, and I've always gotten lazy and slacked off and 
I wouldn't say I'm disappointed because I'm always happy with how many miles I got through the year. But next year, I'm going to run the year. And so I will also probably sign up for the 12-12 again. I'm not going to sign up for the 24-24, but <laughs> I'm not as uh, as brave as Robbie. But uh, let's see. For you guys that are interested, I got 1,820 miles this year. So pretty good. I think that's among some of my higher higher mileage for that's I think that's about average. It's about what I get every year. It's about eighteen hundred. So that's cool. a good that's a good that's a good year. Yeah. Nope. Definitely happy with it. No no uh upsets here. Very happy with eighteen hundred miles. I always look at it, try to look at it in a positive way because there's probably a lot of people out there that would love to get eighteen hundred miles or you know, that can't run that wish they could. So um not upset at all about eighteen hundred miles. But next year we're going twenty twenty four. <laughs> and as Justin said, I'm gonna go for the twenty-four twenty-four. Yep. Oh shit, did I say it? I didn't mean to No, it's all good. It's all good. I didn't mean it's to tell good. your tell your secrets here. Well, yeah, what do you good. got going on in twenty-four? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna go for the the whole Trans America virtual twenty-four twenty-four. It's just it's out there. If I make it, I make it. If not, I won't be upset. Yeah. Um, you know, when I did the math, that average is about 50 miles a week, 200 miles a month. Um, <laughs> that's pretty. That's a pretty lofty goal. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm confident you can do it. Yeah. Uh, next year for me, I don't have any races planned. Um, if something comes up, maybe. I will be uh, crewing at the Bighorns next year for Rachel. Oh, sweet. Previous guest on here. She's going to get out to the Bighorns and give it a go. So I'm pretty excited about that. Then I'm sure I'll crew or pace wherever else I can find. As Justin was saying, I really enjoy crewing and pacing and even just working at aid stations, giving back to the community. It's always, always something I enjoy. For me, I'm uh, going to focus on some big solo adventures. Well, I can't say solo. My dog will be with me. So she's going to get looped into this. <laughs> <laughs> um, she can do it. But I want to do some multi-day stuff. I uh, just got a a fast pack by a company out of Utah. Uh, it's designed to move fast through the mountains. It's thirty liter pack. I did a crap load of research on it. You know, a lot of the everyone knows about the Ultimate Direction Fast Pack. I've wore one. They're really hard to run with. They're just super like floppy. Like you could just fill everything. So if you had to load it down, it just wouldn't be very comfortable. So I'm gonna go do some you know multi day stuff. Get some big mileage in, spend the night, that kind of stuff. You're gonna need that big mileage for doing 24, 24. <laughs> You're right. So that's kind of that's kind of why I was like 24, 24. Like the stuff I want to do, it shouldn't. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> uh, but I want to go do like some multi-day stuff in the Bighorns, uh, the Wind River Range in Wyoming, then around here in Black Hills. I don't know if it'll be like a lot of multi-day here in the Black Hills. 
but I do. I want to go get a self-supported hundred uh, K in. Um, thinking about going and doing the centennial in one one big push. Um, I don't know about the fastest time or anything like that, but I just want to go do the whole thing in one big push. I've been uh, debating taking Lucy on that one because I don't know if I want to deal with the dog, eighty miles into, hundred thirty <laughs> miles. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know the the. It sounds cool, but uh, there's some days when I had enough of it in 20 miles. So hilarious. I uh, got that going. I, I got, you know, for Christmas this year, when people asked me, I was like, what do I need for this type of stuff? So I got a an Anchor 525 battery pack, which is, uh, I should charge my phone about four times. So I have that. Then I got some Catadyne water filter stuff. So, you know, I can get my own water. Uh, I think Jess and I are still playing with the secret sauce. Uh, we'll announce that sometime when we... <laughs> when we finally <laughs> figured it out. <laughs> yeah. So far, it's like it's the most amazing fuel I've used. So it works really well. Um that's as far as I'll go with that. But <laughs> um, then we hit, you know, we've, I've, we got some other stuff sent to us that uh, I'm going to start playing with, see how that works. Cause if that stuff will work too, um, that, that'll be a game changer, I think. When I start thinking about these longer self supported runs, like I want to be fast and efficient. So that means I can't like carry my, Swedish fish and all that stuff because yeah. <laughs> that stuff weighs a lot. So it does, especially, you know, hours upon hours of it. Yeah. And I'd probably get sick of eating all that candy after so long. <laughs> then I was even like, well, I'll just carry some beef jerky. Then I'm like, oh, I'll probably get sick of beef jerky too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, uh, on my 30K, I had cheese curds on my 50K. Oh, wow. And uh, those were money actually. Because there was, you know how they're super salty? Yeah. And they're squishy. It was just like, it was in the protein in there. It was just like, it was, it was different. I've never, I mean, I've eaten cheese at aid stations, but I've never ran with cheese curds. So those will probably <laughs> be in my pack. That's hilarious. <laughs> what else do I got going? I want to, I mean, we haven't got much snow here in the, in the Black Hills. I don't know how much the bighorns have gotten, but. I want to get back out my skis and uh, do some big adventures on my skis again. Starting to miss that, you know, ever since I moved away from Colorado. Used to do a lot of big days out on the skis in Colorado. The only scary part about that is doing it alone. I mean, you have to, like, pick a spot where there's no avalanche danger and all that other fun stuff. So that's something else I've been thinking about for 24 is at least trying to get on the skis a couple times. Probably in the Bighorns, um, since I, I spend quite a bit of time there this year, and I can stay out of kind of the the steeper stuff with the avalanche worries. But I think that's about uh, what I got going for twenty four. Awesome. Well, podcast wise, we have some great guests lined up. Um, 
we are booking out insanely far. I think we have, we're booked out to like March already, which is <laughs> super, super cool. Um, this podcast has grown further than what I had imagined. And I'm assuming what Robbie had imagined as well. So uh, be on the lookout for the new year. We're going to have some great guests. Um, I, you know what, let's, let's just go ahead and tell the people who we got coming on. I think that uh, we can do that. So, yeah. I mean, the one thing I'm excited about is we're having David Martin back on, which he was the, the sports nutrition guy. Yeah. And he's, He's bringing on a guest, which we'll leave it as a surprise on that. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to have him back on because I actually had a lot of messages like, hey, ask him about this, ask him about that. So, like, I'm I'm super pumped to, to have him on. So, uh, we got Joy uh, Seward from Rec Pack. If you guys haven't ever heard of Rec Pack, it's about a 700-calorie lightweight pack that you can carry around and use on all your ventures so we're having her on there from from rec pack so that'd be really cool um cody riley from death march ranking company who sponsored this podcast <laughs> uh yeah so um he's he's got a huge background in ultra running and running in general so um really cool jameson collins is coming on from who to trail if you don't know anything about who to trail get on instagram and type in who to trail and look at those sweet sweatshirts that he makes. Uh, he sews them and makes them, and they're really cool. I have one, and I can attest that they're awesome. Um, we got Kristen Davis coming on. She is an ultra-running uh, registered dietitian. So we got a lot of cool guests coming up. Um, I'm super excited to talk to all of them and put these podcasts out. And we have a lot in the bank that are that we've already recorded and we're going to come out as well. So yeah, I'm excited for yeah, where next year goes. Well, like, Robbie, like, <laughs> like, like you were saying, uh, I didn't imagine where, I mean, you and I both just wanted to do this because we like to, but the places it's taken us so far, crazy. The people we've met, wild. some of the, some of the friendships we've built. Insane. <laughs> it is the weirdest thing like we don't even know these people and we just have them on and some of them are you know good friends now and yeah. <laughs> uh, the connection is real one thing I was thinking about is you know you, you and I both like to listen to podcasts and you know when you're listening you're taking what you want from it but when you're on the other side and you are asking the questions and you're hearing these stories it totally changes how it affects us. Well, I can say for me, uh, anyways, because people, if you don't know, podcasting is like you have to be engaged in the whole thing. Like when you're listening to one, you can just go into La La Land. Yeah, you can't zone you, out. <laughs> think about whatever you want. Like, like you have to be engaged, and when you're engaged, and you know the way the style we do it where we just start the conversation and we build off of it. So the questions are always coming as the person is, is talking. Whereas, you know, some other scripted ones, they just have a list as we've talked about before, but I could, I think I could speak for both of us. Like we have to listen then come up with questions or stuff that interests us as we're going yeah and it makes it all that much harder like i think it makes it all that much more fun too 
it it's definitely a different dynamic because sure yeah <laughs> i don't even know what to say anymore it's just it's so much fun and <laughs> i'm so glad you guys listen and enjoy it and you know tell us what you want to you want to hear whatever you want to get from the podcast too because i'm sure we're both open to yeah drop a comment drop a comment below on our uh, instagram or facebook page what do you uh who's somebody you want to hear on the podcast or what's something you are interested in some kind of topic let us know yeah well robbie uh it's been a pleasure spending 2023 with you i yeah. look forward to 24 and I guess it is 24 now because we're in the future. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, we are in 24. Yeah, we are in 24. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we were talking past tense. We could have talked now, but. Yeah. Past tense, present tense. We've, we've been talking everything. So. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, here's to 24. Yes. 